this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. <laughs> We're never going to get it together. <laughs> it's Japanese week. And we know what you're thinking. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Her? When um, in the history of British Bake Off have they ever done this? Yes. And the answer is not. never. Mm-hmm. This is the first time they've ever done Japanese week. They do normally have a one or two weeks that are unique to that season. Like in the past, they've done like an alternative flowers week. One time they did like a Victorian week. So it's not completely uncalled for for them to have. In fact, I'd go so far as to say that every year they have one that's unique to that season, which is great. And I think it's a fun way to mix it up. But this one feels like really almost random. Right. Totally random. But it was kind of cool to see. So what was your first note? Oh, okay. wait, before you forget. Oh, yes. We will not be talking about the technical because <laughs> Claire's eclairs did not happen. And it was just a combination of procrastinating <laughs> and being ill-prepared and having other stuff going on. And when the, I they did finally post the real recipe on the, the Bake Off website, and man, there were so many steps. And I read it and I was just like, this is not happening. So many steps. Even though I had originally said, I'm just going to make normal eclairs. Once mm-hmm. I got it in my head, like, no, I have to like stick to the brief. I was like, this isn't happening. So, oh, well. Oh, uh, well. But I did do something else. A little, little thing that I'll maybe post about on Instagram. Okay. Surprise. Because today's Halloween too. So we have yes. some other surprises on our Instagram today. Well, that's the surprise I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> Okay. But I have one too. Oh, I have like two. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Very excited. <laughs> well, okay. okay. Uh, it's a surprise to me as well. <laughs> surprise all around. Okay. So all right. My very first note is Noel's jeans are a great fit. <laughs> I was just, that was my note too. Was, Noel's jeans are so tight. They're a good fit. He's got like a nice silhouette going on. <laughs> There are no mysteries with Noel's jeans. Uh-uh. Uh, no his guessing. sweater is pretty bizarre, but it like kind of goes with the theme. It's sort of like this like abstract art, Japanese art thing going yeah, on. Yeah, it was great. And I also, this this takes us a few minutes into the episode, but I love when Paul wears a pea coat. Really, really, that was my note as well. Yeah. But I wasn't totally sold on the combo of the shirt and the jacket colors, and but I do love when he wears a pea coat. I feel yeah, like he really just like do. randomly got cold and he's like, just give me whatever I have here. Yeah, they, I mean, and then Prue, of course, was like, I have my red and pink ensemble on today, so please bring my red and pink color block scarf. And they were like, yes, Prue. (laughs) Yes, Prue. And then my other note about Japanese Week is the main reason I was confused about Japanese Week is that everyone on this show hates matcha. Mm -hmm. So why would they pick a theme that features so strongly a flavor that everyone dislikes so much. Right. That was my note too, because everyone was like, ah, matcha. And Laura was like, we might as well just eat grass. And like, that's what both Paul and Prue have said. Like in our first episode, matcha was definitely one of the flavors we listed of like, never use this flavor. Right. And here they are. And here they are. Baking all day with matcha. So, But at the same time, it was a challenge to work with something that maybe you're not a fan of. I mean, that's fair. And I'm, you know, do you like matcha? Not really. Yeah, no, me neither. I mean, I like it if it's thrown in a very doctor. You can't taste it. Yeah, which is. I like it if you hide it. Right. (laughs) It's like I like if I like spinach if you hide spinach. Yeah. Right. Um, I feel like yeah, it's just like so. It's too earthy for me. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of earthy flavors when they're that sort of like sharp, like green earthy. Like I like brown earthy flavors, but I don't mm-hmm. like green earthy flavors. Green earthy flavors. Yeah. Like th- like th- grass. I don't like the flavor of grass, which I think <laughs> is pretty much. I mean, we all sit around eating grass. So I don't I understand. Mean, why I don't, you don't understand. Like it. Oh, I mean, a lot of animals do. So it's not that weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So their very first challenge is to make some steamed buns. These are just like basically bao buns. And so I have a lot of notes on this one because everybody did something like so cute and creative. And most people shaped their buns like a little animal face, which I thought was so cute. Like really Dave, cute. Mm-hmm. Dave made a chicken. Peter made some little lambs. Laura made Laura pigs. Laura made little piggies. And then Ermine made pandas. And then Lottie and Mark with a K both made little like burger shapes. Mark with a C was, was the only person who didn't do like, who didn't like anthropomorphize his buns. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Although I guess anthropomorphizing it by turning it into a burger is not, but you guys know what I mean. Yes. He didn't cute them up. I feel like if I were to do this challenge, I would definitely find like a little, some sort of little theme creature to make it out of and right, i was thinking right. about that and i was like i mean it would be cute to make jack-o'-lantern buns yeah so That'd maybe really if you're cute. if you're listening to the stand halloween and you're like looking for a less sugary thing to make that could be a fun thing and yeah. you could like use a little food dye get it going you could fill it up with you know your favorite little pumpkin Ooh, what if you did like a pumpkin chili in there kind of thing Ooh. Okay, going through this, this seems to be... I feel like the bakers in general do better in this challenge like than I really think they're going to do. Like there, there aren't as many struggles as I was really anticipating. Mm-hmm. I had a question about if they were able to practice things. It sounds like they have a practice tent. Are they given some of these recipes ahead of time to practice? So all of them. Everything all of but them the technical. except for the technical? Yes. Even the technical? No. Oh, every okay, single okay. recipe, uh, except for the technical, in every single season, they know about before the season okay. even starts. I remember us talking about that, but I just wanted mm-hmm. to make sure. I was like, okay, so before they have a practice yeah, and so they have this practice tent. And then, in yeah, in COVID time, since they like created this compound, sometimes on the, the Bake Off Instagram stories, they have posted these like behind the scenes. And I think that there's a behind the scenes sort of companion show that only airs in the UK. Like we don't get that in the US, but they do post about it on their stories, Instagram sometimes. So they have, it looks like they, what they have set up is like a giant production tent. It looks like a, like, it looks like a version of the actual tent. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, it's a big like temporary kitchen with all these little yeah. like curtains and you can go in and like use your little kitchen space. And so right. um, they have all these little test kitchens that they've created for everybody. So yes, they've been practicing. Because there's a part of me that's like, if you give, if you've given all this time to practice, why wouldn't you do well? That's that always question? the question, okay. isn't it? Yeah. Where you're like, where you know, they come up and they're like, well, how has this gone when you've been testing it? And they're like, oh, I've never finished in time. It's like, well, then why are you doing it this way? And the only thing I can think is that somebody, somebody mentioned one time that like th- the bakers have to submit what they're going to bake at before the show even starts recording. Like before the season starts, they have to have outlined all of their bakes already. So I think that like, even though they, you know, if they, they're going through it and they realize like, oh my gosh, I set way too much for myself. I think they're kind of stuck in what they like committed to baking. And, you know, they can make maybe small adjustments like, well, I was going to do this like whole candy thing on top and I'm not going to do that anymore. Right. Okay. So, so 
they do pretty well on this. I think there's um, some concern with some of the baker's fillings that if they do too much, it could be a soggy bottom situation. Yeah, well, I think the problem with the doing it too much is like it. Oh, yeah. And then the, the layer, the, it's if like it's the too layer close on the to the top. top yeah, it, it kind of like yeah, looks like what happened to, to Laura's, right? Yeah. And yeah, a little okay. bit to Peter's even. It looks like it's like kind of trying to bust out. Sure. But for the most part, you know, they kind of were like, as they were making it, everybody was like, oh, I don't want to put too much filling in. Other than Peter, Peter put it, puts in too much filling, but it's his still are so cute. So cute. He makes God, these little so sheep cute. and it's like, he does like one little black sheep in the middle. Yes, and they're and he does so like a little, cute. He places them in like a little garden with a fence. Yes. It's so <laughs> cute. And they like love the flavor. Um, And then uh, Laura is the only part, the only other person who like doesn't really do well. Yeah, and she, hers just look like they're kind of mushy. Like they, they look flat, like they flattened out. They collapse, and mm-hmm. I think they're a little bit overproved, and they're definitely overfilled. They just like can't hold up, which is too bad because I was so excited for them because they're like little piggies and they have pork belly in there, and it's so cute. And she was kind, she kind of made a, made a joke about vegetarians getting offended yeah. because she made little piggies with pork inside. Yeah, I, I mean, love, it makes sense you know, to me. <laughs> I think it sounds delicious. Whose were your favorite for this challenge? Um, I think Lottie's because they looked so cute. They looked and so cute. They, based on the reaction of Prue and Paul, I feel like hers tasted really good. Like they were mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, this tastes exactly like a burger. Yeah. Like the, the flavor combination. So I think Lottie's, I was like, ooh, that that just looks good. And I'm, I love, who doesn't love burgers? I did make a note that Ermine, Paul made a comment that Ermine was the most consistent of the yeah. big Yes. So I was like, hint, hint. A clue, uh, a clue. And they really have faith in Ermine. But I also mm-hmm. made a note that I joked that sometimes I can't under- understand a word she's saying. When she's Brandon talking. kind of was talking about that too, that he was like, her accent is so interesting. <laughs> so, that she's so like, interesting. Got a lot of different regional influences yeah. going on in her accent. Yeah. So I have to like really listen hard when I hear her talk. I'm like, I can't understand what she's saying. But I she's, know. She still continues. She continues to entertain me. I agree. And I'm loving yeah. her eyeshadow journey. Yeah. Like she's yeah. really come into these bright eyeshadows. She last really few weeks, has. Which I like a lot. I, I think love it. Looks it. Very I good love it. Her. I love it. Okay. And her personality is really carrying her through this challenge, through all of these challenges. She does not seem to be moved or affected by anything. No, she's not stressed about anything. Nope. She just goes. She's okay. just like, I'm baking. What's the big deal? Yeah. I love to bake. This is fun. Oh, like, why would you I'm be also stressed? making a note that I noticed some chemistry between Lottie and Mark. I feel like that might have been <laughs> a little like up, like okay. played up. All right. But because I was like, they you know, have they're a all few, in like, quarantine. I don't know if they have partners. I don't know if they're straight. I don't know. But I'm like, right. I just thought there was a little bit of chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Drama, drama. Brandon kind of said that too. He was like, since when is there this like flirty tension between Lottie and Mark? And I was like, <laughs> totally, mm, totally. I feel like they may have sort of played that up in the editing. Yeah, which is fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So coming out of the bun technical, I felt like Lottie, Peter, and I mean, they all did pretty well. I was like Lottie, Peter, and David did the best. I thought Ermine did pretty well. They said the only really bad quote-unquote bad feedback they gave to Ermine was that she didn't have big eyes on the panda. Yeah, the, I Whereas mean, they, like, they looked a little weird. But I think that, like, they? they... I mean, they were cute, yeah. but they they were, like, kind of messy. Which, at this point, especially if everyone else's are cute and not messy, like, you can't get away with right. it with, like, even totally. little critiques right. like that. At this point, right. Mm-hmm. So going into the technical, my note for the technical is WTF. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Prue's guidance... Oh, wait, who is, won the tech... Who won the buns? We just talked about that. Nobody wins oh. the buns. I feel oh. like you're like forgetting about what like everything. I'm we've, forgetting. You're forgetting oh, yeah, your yeah, training. Yeah. Okay. 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 Sorry. <laughs> I, I was 
Yeah. It's right. It's Nobody been a long w- week. It's I know. Nobody week. wins the buns. <sighs> so moving into the technical, Prue tells him, do not panic. And everyone's yeah. like, what does that mean? So here's what the technical is. It's a matcha crepe cake. And my, my reaction is like, don't panic. What the fuck is a matcha crepe cake? What's a matcha crepe cake? And so I think once they like show it, you know, they like cut to Paul and Prue trying yeah. the, and it's, yeah. it's like, okay, sure. So who makes those, by the way? I want to know who makes the ones that are sitting at the table because they oh, always look right? perfect. I know. It's probably like some the food example. stylist. It's like the Tina's of the world. Yeah. The Tina's of the world, which is our friend who was a food stylist. Part of me is like, and they probably have two days to make it. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. This is the example cake. Right. So what it is, is it's like one large matcha flavored crepe that is wrapped around, what was it, 12 smaller or 11 smaller matcha flavored crepes that are layered with white chocolate. Strawberries. Yeah, strawberries. I'm trying to think what the white... Very thinly sliced. Yes. And the white chocolate is like kind of a meringue ganache, which is counterintuitive because a ganache is super thick and meringue is like really thin, but it's not cooked like a mer anyway it's sort of like a very like a sort of a chocolate frosting situation white chocolate frosting situation mm-hmm. almost like a mousse and so they layer that in between and then when you cut into it, and then like they wrap it all together and then when you cut into it it looks like this like very teeny tiny layer cake that's like wrapped in a little like almost paper thin layer yes so i think the challenges that they faced here were first of all having enough batter everybody starts running out of batter to create enough all the crepes all the that crepes they need you have for to the make layers. 11 yep some people didn't slice the strawberries thin enough thin enough well i will let me back up to the crepe part too is are you comfortable making crepes because that was right. pretty evident to me too of who was really experienced in making crepes because some people were like or the batter was wrong. So when yeah. they were putting it in the pan, it was like either really lumpy or it wasn't spreading out or it wasn't thick enough. Yeah. And I feel like this is a Anytime you have a challenge with like these really delicate pieces, I was surprised that the only person who didn't have enough layers in the end was Laura. And mm-hmm. it was because her layers were too thick, not because a bunch of her layers broke. That's what I was expecting to happen. And they really pulled it off that like nobody's layers, like nobody had broke. to throw away any layers, which I was surprised about and impressed. Well, uh, didn't someone have to? I feel like no. Peter David had when he went to flip his first uh, one. It sort of like got you know kind of right, got folded right. up, but he saved it. Phew. And my note about this is like I don't know if I'm going to make this one. Maybe I'll make mm. the buns instead. Yeah, you can. You can do whatever you want. Really, I know. at this point, <laughs> because I feel like my family's not going to eat this, and I feel wasteful right. making it, knowing totally. full well that no one's going to eat this. And also, look, let's just make up the rules as we go along. It's I know. Our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Whereas I feel like I would have more fun and definitely get better reviews making the buns. So we'll see. Right, 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 right. The other thing that I noticed was the nervousness of the bakers when they're going through something like this with the timing and the delicate nature of all the things that are involved in making this cake Mm -hmm. is they missed the directions of what to put on top or the decoration to put on top because almost everyone like covered the entire cake with flowers and fruit when they said make a half circle. That's so what I was, was like, going to say too. Hmm, it says yeah. make a crescent and everyone was like, what's a crescent? It's like, why don't you guys know what a crescent is? Crescent? <laughs> what's a crescent moon? Like Hello? so many of them were like, mm-hmm. I don't think I know what a crescent is. It's like, what do you mean you don't know what a crescent is? So that was just one of those things where I was like, is this not, what, are you just like stressed and are blanking out? Probably. Blanking out, blacking Probably. out? Mm-hmm. Who knows? And then my favorite line of this challenge was Peter when he said game, set, 
matcha. And I was like, this is the gold that Sue and Mel used to bring us. They would have given yes, us a game set matcha, but totally. Noel and Matt are too busy putting things on Matt's head. <laughs> I know. They, they put some, what did they put on his head this week? Like a, a flower, flower pot? pot? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. I loved when Noel was like rubbing, it was it David's arms <laughs> when he was doing some like kneading or something. He's like, man, look at those guns. So awkward. Okay. Okay. So coming out of the technical, Laura loses and she's now she's kind of done the worst in the buns and mm-hmm. she's lost the technical. So things are not looking good for Laura. Mark C comes in sixth. Mark K comes in fifth. And then Ermine and Dave are in the middle. Lottie is in second and Peter wins. So yay, Peter. So now Go Lottie Peter. and Peter have both done really well. Yes. They both did really well on their buns and well in the technical. So going into day two, Laura is like pretty much by herself down at the bottom, although both of the marks are also not doing great. And then Lottie and Peter are doing good at the top. So as we move into the day two notes, I wanted to bring something up that a lot of people have messages about, which is why do they wear the same clothes on both days? And people are really worried about this. And they didn't always used to do this. In the first several seasons, they would wear different clothes on the second day. And it apparently is just for like editing continuity so that they can show the different like breakaways of the judges without giving away what's going on and the different like Mm. breakaways of the you know in the editing without giving away what's going on but yeah it is weird we've noticed it we acknowledge it it did and it did not always it has not always been like this i remember when it switched over like with after the first several seasons and i was like are they wearing the same clothes again okay weird okay great okay okay so the showstopper challenge is a kawaii cake which kawaii is Japanese word that means like cute, very like kitschy. And my note, my first note here is that Mark with a K says kawaii. He keeps calling I didn't it kawaii. That. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. He says kawaii? Yeah, he keeps saying kawaii. Oh, that's Which cute. is it's fun to say. So this is like, you know, those little like kind of cutesy kid characters with the big eyes and right like the cartoony yeah, figures right and so I'm, I was excited for this challenge because it's like this could be so cute and then they're also supposed to use some Japanese flavors so it can't just be like it can't a, you just know. look like it it yeah. has to be taste yeah so again with the showstopper I, I mean, I took a ton of notes, but I don't want to go through every single person's bake. Which ones stood out to you? Of course, the avocado cake with the little babies was yes. adorable. I was immediately like, that is super, super cute. And I loved Dave's dog. I think I loved Dave and Mark's dogs. I think those were yeah. really, really cute as well. They and I, didn't they all take it from inspiration within their life? Not necessarily. I mean, like, I think you could just kind of do anything you wanted. Then that wouldn't explain like Lottie or the avocado, really. I mean, Mark maybe just loves avocados. But I, yeah. I thought that was such a cute idea. And like the little babies that came out of the little... That was like, so funny. Ah, super cute. So those were the ones... I mean, obviously, I love dogs. So those were the standouts for me was the two dogs... And Mark's avocado avocado babies. I really loved Peter's Dizzy yeah. the Shuttlecock. He like came up with this yes. whole backstory. It was like totally. a whole character. He's like he kept saying he has a wee bump. Cute. It was and so I love cute. how he lit the little sparklers. Oh my gosh. Like, he's so cute. so cute. I love him so much. I just want to be friends with Peter. I know. He's so cute. <gasps> and I feel like he was a lot more composed this week. Like last week, For I was sure. worried that he was going to crack, but he oh, seems yeah. to be kind of. Yeah, like with his together. flushed cheeks. Yeah. He was pretty cool, calm, and collected this time. Um, so as they're talking to Peter about Dizzy the Shuttlecock, he and Noel are talking about badminton. And Noel says something about how he has a two year old daughter. 
Yeah. You didn't know that? I had no idea. No, huh? Yeah. I thought Noel just I mean, I've stalked him on Instagram, so that's how I know. Yeah. So then I did try to stalk him on Instagram, and his Instagram profile is just like a bunch of weird art projects. Oh, I guess I shouldn't say Instagram. I've I've stalked him on like social uh, whatever, like the tabloids. Ah, got it. Yeah. Yeah, So I've seen him with like like big fuzzy jackets with amazing outfits and his partner and his daughter. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I that was like blew my mind because I have just always yeah. imagined that Noel was like, and I I know he's a comedian and has done yeah. a couple shows. I haven't watched any of his creations, but my husband seems to know about him. He's Great. Like, he's pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Going into the judging for this, everyone actually does pretty well. Like everyone's cakes. Nobody like this isn't like last week's signature with the um, or not signature showstopper with the cages where like you know the cages <laughs> things where things right. go are terrible like nobody really has like a oh my gosh what the heck's gonna happen moment everybody's really come together for the most part Ermine's is like a cherry blossom theme hers was the only one where it was like i feel like you kind of missed the point of this you didn't do it wrong necessarily but it's not cute right and she it's, just kind of didn't understand like that component of it but it was right. still it Japanese. was almost like right it was a symbol but it wasn't like the cake itself wasn't a character Right. And it wasn't like there weren't and Paul there was, was like, symbolism it's kind of, like terrifying. It looks like this like zombie woman in like a graveyard. Totally. <laughs> That's what I was like. Is it a Halloween cake? I don't it know. It looks like the <laughs> like the woman from what was that movie that like those horror movies where the woman like crawled out of the TV. Oh, totally. Her, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What, yeah. Everyone knows. That. I, it's I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's like scary that. as all get out. Yeah. So that just made me laugh. But they didn't really tear into her too much about that. They were, I, don't, I think that they sort of appreciated that she had made it Japanese. She just sort of missed what kawaii meant. Right. Which I think is fine. Although, I, I mean, they could have definitely like kind of torn into her for that, but they did not. So Laura really had to save herself. She really did. And I felt she like starts she, crying. Yeah. She starts crying. And I felt like she pulled it off maybe my my note is she might have saved herself so she creates this like really cute upside down pineapple cake instead Which of pineapple so upside down cake cute. it's yeah. so cute it's like this little pineapple that's like upside down on its little pointy stalk yeah on the top. it is so cute and it tastes amazing yeah they loved the taste and Laura's flavors are always so good. Always on point. So yeah, I like I think everybody kind of thought this is Laura, like Laura's going home. She's gonna have to really do well. What's and the some, stuff on top that covers the cake again? Fondant. What's it called? Fondant. Yeah, she was like, I hate fondant. And that's where she was almost losing it because when she was putting it over the cake, it kind of started to split. Yeah. And so that's why she was freaking out and she was crying. And I was like, Laura, don't cry. This is when it all falls apart. <laughs> yeah, you got to like just keep it together. And she did. Yeah. She pulled it back together. She, did. she really did. The And then the person who really did not do well was Marxy. The avocado cake was cute, but the bake was so bad. So bad. Like so almost bad. inedibly bad. Yeah. I mean, at one point, Paul did say it was right. He's like, it's inedible. Yeah. Which is the worst thing that you could get yes. when you're yeah, doing like, a bake. It, you when would, they don't want to eat it, it's like, ooh. And that's what that's, they always say. They're like, at the end of the day, it has to taste good. And if it yep. doesn't taste good, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah. And Paul even said that during this uh, episode. Look good and taste good. It yeah. has to look good and it has to taste good. Right. Yeah. Like, if you can't bake, we're not looking for, like, a sculptor. Can I also say that I love the scenes when they edit in Paul just, like, standing at the edge of their oh t- my gosh. table. Oh, staring at them yes i love when they do that i know it's kind of like so set up because everyone's terrified of paul just staring at them but that's like one of my favorite things is when he's just like standing quietly hovering over them yeah watching them and they're like stop looking at me (laughs) 
Okay. I cannot imagine like how stressful that would be where no. you're just like. No, 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 no. You be Paul Hollywood just like uh-uh. watching you. No. Judging you. Silently Literally. judging you with Literally steely blue you. eyes. Yeah. Okay. So going to the final judging, who did you think was going to win Star Baker? I was thinking Lottie or Peter. That's exactly who I thought too. It was like, yep. they both did really well on both challenges. They both did, you know, they came one and two in the technical. Like it's definitely between the two of them. And then who did you think was going home? I thought, it, you know, I was really worried about Laura. So I was thinking yeah. Laura, I thought maybe Mark because of the inedible. Right. But I also know that he's re. I mean, they both are so close in their talent. So I was thinking between the two of them, but I really was leaning more towards Laura. I thought it was going to be Laura because I thought like, you know, her pineapple upside her upside down pineapple cake was cute but like she flopped so badly yeah in the technical like she you know coming in last in the technical and it felt like she was even though her buns weren't like a total flop they definitely were by far the worst in the tent yeah mm-hmm. and i thought that that was gonna send her out so in the end lottie gets star baker and mark with a c goes home yeah. The avocado cake. And I thought it was interesting because even Prue was like, I thought Laura was going to be going home. But this just goes to show that one good bake can save you and one bad bake can send you home. So it's interesting how they decide that because mm-hmm. Mark has also been really good with most of his bakes. But I think what they're really pulling for is Laura's flavors, maybe. Well, and, and I her think, creativity. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, like, Mark it was in the bottom last week, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I yeah. think they probably were kind of looking at like... Like weighing all of it together. Yeah, yeah, and they do that. You know, this isn't like Project Runway where it doesn't matter how your past weeks have gone. Like they look, take that all into consideration. And so, Ooh, you know... Project Runway. <laughs> you know how Project Runway, they're always like... I know, I just have like, Ooh, week, I didn't know you... Out. I didn't know you were a fan. <laughs> I used to binge Project Runway in college. That was like my that's thing. So I would good. always watch when I was like it studying really for finals. Great. Yeah. There we have it. There we have it. Japanese if you were to make up. a kawaii cake, what would you make? I I feel like I actually did take a note on this. Let me think. I feel like I would make it food themed in some way. Like I loved the avocado Ooh, thing. Okay. Like maybe I would do, hmm. The first thing that comes to mind, this is so weird. Maybe I would do like a little, like a chicken, like a cooked, like a roasted chicken. You know how they have those little, like the little feet, like old-fashioned roasted chickens where they would put those little things on the feet oh yeah 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 those little like With, like a things. little smiley yeah. face <laughs> yeah that would be weird but i that? that's the first thing that came to mind because <laughs> <laughs> but i or i would do like a bug like a big like beetle or bumblebee or like a ladybug or something like that yeah that, where you could use a lot of different idea. colors that's what, a good idea what would you do um i was trying to think of like cartoony stuff the first thing that comes to my mind all the time is like my animals but then i'm like yeah. i don't know i don't know what i would make probably some type of like probably my dogs like like do something of like what dave did or maybe i would make like a boba tea that would be cute because then it'd be like yeah <laughs> Well, you want to tell everybody what you think boba tea tastes like? Yeah, and you I think ruin boba it tea. For everybody. No, I think when I drink boba tea, I've only drank it twice in my life because the boba balls make me think I'm eating eyeballs. <laughs> They're just little tapioca eyeballs. What if you around made a your cake tea. that was an eyeball? Would that be weird? It's not super cute. I don't feel like, I feel like that would be a stretch. <laughs> I mean, my mind really is going to like horror things right now because it's Halloween. So totally. I was like. Maybe I would make like a zombie. Nope, that's not cute. It's right. not cutesy. It has to be like cutesy. <sighs> Powerpuff Girl. Yes, that would be mm-hmm. very in the realm. Um, okay, so I feel like next week is another kind of interesting theme, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I can't find it. I feel like they did post about it, but I can't remember what it is. So we'll just have to wait and see. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us for 
Japanese week. Keep sending us your photos if you did make the eclairs. We want to see them. Or if you make the matcha cake this week. Don't forget, you can follow us on social. We are at Joy and Claire underscore on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook um, at Joy and Claire. And we are at joyandclaire.com. You can send us an email. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. Follow us. Share us with your friends. Anybody who needs a good chat about baking. And we will talk to you guys you. next week. Until then, on your marks, get set, bake, bake. What? <laughs> so close. We did it. That was amazing. I wasn't even looking at you. That was the key. I was just like, I was going with the vibe. Just, <laughs> just had to feel it in your soul. <laughs> oh no, we're never gonna get it together. <laughs>